look great. Thank you very much. Ooh, ooh. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell. You are tuned into Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. Oh, and on this show, <laughs> and on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women in hip hop, amongst many other things. And I got my first guest with me here of the second season of Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. A man um, in hip hop. A man in hip hop that's going to speak his piece on everything regarding women in hip hop, man in hip hop, and what's going on in pop culture today. Regarding anything that Jazzy would like to talk about, <laughs> I am here. I'm trying to give him an introduction, but I guess he spoiled it by speaking because he had one of those distinctive voices. I always, I always do that. It's hard. Hi, I'm happy to be here. We have one of the most talented rappers hey! ever. Hey! <laughs> Drum roll, microphone check. Come on, keep saying nice stuff about me. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, talented rappers. Oh, my God. Uh, one of the most ever so talented oh, and opinionated she, oh, she, she hosts. Ran, she ran out of nice things to say. No, oh, he's man. very opinionated. I love him on his um, new show on Complex.com, Everyday Struggle. He's one-fourth of the... Um, Hip hop super group, I like to call them Slaughterhouse. We have the one and only Joe Budden is in the building, everybody. Everybody say what's up to Joe Budden, guys. That was an introduction. Thank you. Hello, Jazzy. What's going on? How are you? First of all, I'm so excited that you're here. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. And outside of the industry, on a personal tip, I just think you're a dope individual. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm happy to be here. I wouldn't have crawled out of bed. I was I was having nap time before I got here. Yeah. That my sleep time is between two and eight. Yeah. I'm old. We talk about that I'm a old. lot, like, dude. I think we get up there, bro. I like sleep. You know what's funny? Back in the day, right? Back right. in the day, mm-hmm. like when niggas used to, well, when I used to be out a lot. Me too. I'd be like, I don't understand how niggas is not out. <laughs> And now I'm like, I don't understand. Niggas ain't sleep. Exactly. Yeah, I love sleep. I have to listen to my body. I always say that. That's like a running joke with me and my friends. Listen to your body. I need a beat. I need to take a break. I need a nap. My body is a beat. If I start moving (laughs) around enough, some noises and cracks and snares and shit is going to start happening. (laughs) And that's going to remind me to sit my ass down somewhere. (laughs) Shit. Well, first off, let me just say I'm proud of you and everything that you've been doing. I really am a fan of the everyday struggle and everything that you got going over there complex um this episode today we're going to talk about the first season of woman in hip-hop podcast and um i want to catch you guys up to date just in case it's your first time listening to this podcast i want to talk about everything that i did on the first uh, the first season and i want joe buttons to give his which is funny crazy commentary that you so used to hearing from this guy that's funny because we were just talking about uh narcissism (laughs) And, and here we are with this episode being about all the other episodes. This is awesome. This is great. So now I'm part of that crew? Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's fine. It's See, fine. I won't I judge you. I I was. I argue with my friends all the time. I won't judge I'm you. I'm not a narcissist. Oh, okay. So let's get right to it. All right. The first episode of Woman in Hip Hop Podcast, I have my baby girl, my friend, that's my homie, Zayna Ray. Now, if y'all don't know about Zayna Ray, Zayna Ray is the manager of the hip hop star designer, Panda, 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 mm-hmm. or Timmy Turner, whatever record y'all like from him. Mm-hmm. And um, she spoke uh, about her experience working at Hot 97. She spoke very clear about her situation up there and why she was up, to, up there when she discovered Designer. Um, the Panda record mm. wasn't finished yet. Okay. It was like just a hook. 
Okay. So she's like, dude, you need to finish this. She spoke about it. And when he did finish it, I think a year later he finished it. He implemented her name along with um, another guy um, that is with the um, Shake the Block. Okay. Right? And when the record was a hit, they reached out to her and said, we want your name taken off the record. Why? Same question we I asked her. We don't know. We don't know yet. <laughs> we know as far as how she felt about it. I'm going to play it to you. And she's yeah. going to give her reasoning as to why she felt they wanted to do that. And I just want to get your opinion on it. Because being a woman in hip-hop, it is difficult. A lot of people think that it's not when it really is. Who thinks and that it's not? You know, I mean, I've never had a vagina, but I would imagine that it is difficult <laughs> <laughs> to have one of those right, right. <laughs> in hip hop. OK, I'm going to play it right now mm -hmm. and you're going to tell me what you think. The actual panda record that blew up. Zanray fucking up shit as she doing her business. Mm -hmm. I began to the chicken count to the chicken and all of my niggas to split it. There was a question like as to if my name was in the record before it got pushed. Who's questioning this? Is this I ain't even going to say who. I'm going to say that that's what, that I was getting calls about that. You know, I'm going to keep it 100 right now. Motherfuckers, I dead ass recorded your show every day. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Not only that, I went and got y'all motherfuckers food when you was hungry. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. how dare you ask me if my name is not, if it wasn't, if there was a version without it in it, it should have been played with my name because I done fucked with all y'all. I done took care of all y'all on a whole nother level. But I never, like, took it to that point because I'm like, all right, at the end of the day, I'm good. I done got richer than half y'all niggas done been there for fucking 10 years in, in this little bit of spin. And, and I'm going and to eat that. And I, I deserve that because I went, yes. I was in that building day after day helping motherfuckers and not getting paid and not eating and not having. Sorry, Zane. <laughs> Hey, 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 Zane, let me, let me be the first to tell you, buddy. <laughs> what do you think, that, Joe? That, Give me your that, opinion that, on that. That one ain't going to cut it. Listen, and I don't have all, I don't have all the information about all the backstory that occurred there. But right. But just based Zane it off of what she said. Zane sounds a little said. emotional. Right. Zane sounds a bit perturbed at some things. Uh, she used the word deserved, which sounds like there may be a growing resentment building inside of Zane. Mm -hmm. Sounds like Zane feels she's owed some shit and niggas tossed her to the side. Common practice in hip hop. I'm not I'm not shocked by it at all. But You're not shocked by Zane it. Zane sounds surprised. I I would take her to be younger than twenty six years old. She's actually twenty five. Yeah. So you're right about that. Exactly. And when that occurred, it was a probably a couple of years ago, two years ago. So she was even younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's right. But I mean, okay. That's, let's just be clear, though. You did say you experienced this as well, so this isn't something everybody that everybody experiences this in in hip hop. So this is not a strange occurrence. Mm -hmm. That's why I guess you know. I guess I'm coming off a bit dismissive mm -hmm. because I'm numb. I'm numb to, to the bullshit. I'm, I'm numb to that. Like to this is common practice. She sounds very frustrated. Now, over do you it. think that same thing would have happened if she was a man? And she came into the game and designer Maybe. because the thing that she said, give a little bit of backstory when it comes to her perspective. Mm -hmm. she, they didn't know that she was managing him. She kept that a secret. Her bad. She it's kept her it a, bad. Because she thought, not really, because she thought that this would happen. She thought that it would be backlash coming in saying, this is my artist, designer. He's from Brooklyn. I'm managing him. Play his record. She hid that. So when the record came out, 
which was crazy to me because I don't understand what designer is saying, but somehow they understood that her name was implemented in the record. So when they caught wind of it, they asked her to tell him to take her name off. I thought that was a little weird. Well, if she was no longer working with them, that's not weird. She was working with them. That's her issue. Says her. Says her. Right, right. I, I don't know that to be true. Right, I right. I know that that's her side of the story. Right. But if I'm just looking at the, the overall mm-hmm. landscape of, of this, I wouldn't say that that's, I wouldn't say that that's true. I, it sounds like they, they fired her or got rid of her or no longer worked with her for whatever reason be. Mm. And there's some anger on her part. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, they would be taking her name out. Why would they? Why would they? Leave if it? they fired her, if that point is true, but I'm I'm if she, with mean, the understanding that she was still working there. Then why does she sound so angry there? <laughs> She's not still working. Oh there. no no no! Not at this point. No no no! But at the point where they asked her to take her name off. Oh no! Please. She was I'm, still working nah, there. I'm not rolling. No. I'm not rolling. <laughs> I'm not rolling. You know, anytime you anytime you come off like a disgruntled employee, it's mm-hmm. just difficult for us to take your word mm. at at its word. Mm-hmm. I'm not rolling just because she sounds too mad. Really? She sound way too angry. There's some shit that happened there that she ain't really telling us about. I'm not uh, rolling. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Zane. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm going to have my girl back as far as me saying that. I just know the difficulties being a woman in hip hop. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's difficulties. Wait, 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 wait a minute. This, this is why I like to yes. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That is an independent point exclusive upon what we are talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's difficulties being a woman in the world. Right, in the world. Period. In the world. That has nothing to do with that last <laughs> topic. I don't know that right. I don't know that he stopped working with her uh for anything related to her being a woman. I don't well, know. Well, designer's still working with her. It's not the designer's not. So what she sounds angry for? She's not angry at designer. She was angry at Hot 97 for telling her to take her name off of the record that designer put her name in, the Panda record. Her name was oh, initially well, she should be in a mad rich. At that, then. That's that's the point. Oh, she should be mad. At yeah, that. that was the point because she's like, oh, I'm working there, right? That's what it is. All right. She said, I'm right. working there. I'm buying y'all food. You know, I was the underdog there because I wasn't as oh, much as an event, right? There you go. So Zane, now I'm bringing you back to Zane. My, Zane, my most humble apologies <laughs> to you. That's number one. I misunderstood some things. Okay. Number two, sounds like a little bit of hate. <laughs> sounds like niggas ain't want to see Zane shine out there. Why? <laughs> Why? Is Why? It when she's when, a woman when, in hip hop? Is that what you're getting to? Hey, I see the angle here. <laughs> bring, bring it back full circle. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why, but. But I think this podcast for me is opening you guys' minds up to the obstacles that we have to face in this industry. Do you think? And that's one for me because that was shocking to me because at that time I was up there with her. Mm -hmm. So I already knew what she was going through behind the scenes because I was with her as well. And we just confided in each other. So when she finally came to the show and now that she's all over the world with one of the hottest guys that was out at that particular time. Mm I think it was her her moment that she was having. And when she came up to the show, I think it was her time to kind of speak out and lash out on everything that she was experiencing. So that's what she was hearing. But I was still shocked to hear that if you got an artist you were managing. All right. And they shouting out their manager, which a lot of people do. Normal practice. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Why would your employer at this time it was still her employer? She was still working at Hot 97. 
asked you to remove your name off the record. What was that about? Well, I mean, how many times do we hear stories of people working for employers that don't really want to see them elevate or flourish or shine or get to the next level? Okay. So, you know, I'm new I'm new to corporate America, but I'm seeing that that's common practice really? too. Mm. Yeah. This is like an adventure to me, learning all of the things that happen inside of corporate America. But the, yeah, that's common practice. Yeah. Somebody uh, that may have a higher uh, a higher job title than mm-hmm. you, not really helping you to succeed or flourish, or not putting you in the best predicament to win. Right. Yeah. 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 That's not shocking to me at all. It seems like you're having a blast with your journey, though. Oh my God, I <laughs> fucking love it. I love it. I don't see how anybody that's a creative could not love it. Right. Because you go in there, you know, corporate America has all these fucking boundaries. You're a creative, so you have none. You go in there and you have a fucking blast. Can't nobody tell you shit. Right. Because you're a creative and you just run shit. You just right. do your own shit. I fucking <laughs> love it. It's like college for me. <laughs> okay, so next I'm going to go with uh, Michelle A. Michelle A, I'm sure you Touchy guys. subject. Yeah. <laughs> right. I saw this one. Okay. This Surviving one. Compton. I, I, my allergies was acting up a little bit on this one. It Your was allergies. Yeah, it was. Was Some, bothering somebody you. Somebody was cutting onions. Oh, Lord. Yeah. When I, you were I watching, empathize. really? Okay. Speak to me about with, uh, that. Just, just before I get to all right, go ahead. what she said. No, I really want to know how you felt just about the film. Period. Why were you crying? Uh, because I experienced it. I lived through it. Okay. I lived through it. So I remember. In what aspect? As a child watching mu- your yeah, mother. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I don't mean in my household. I okay. don't mean personally. I mean, as a fan of the music, I remember the story of Michelle's ascension. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I remember Trey back then. I remember the rumors back then. d and all, all that. Yeah, I remember all of these things that were not addressed back then. So for them to manifest all of these years later, that's what I mean by I empathize with, with, with her because I remember her story. And to hear all of the behind-the-scenes shit that was going on and shit that you, we just weren't aware of, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. And still, you know, it's a big issue today for the things that successful men are able to get away with in hip-hop. Yeah. And I won't speak too much on on Dre and her situation because I, I don't know. I would just be speculating. Right. But successful men in hip-hop get away with a whole lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. So I empathize with women in that regard. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen it yourself, obviously. If you haven't seen it physically, you probably heard stories from 100%. friends. One hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It's sad. It's sad. You never you never want to see that. Especially my, my views are women are the most precious and most beautiful creatures that God has ever made. Y'all are the creators. Y'all are y'all are responsible for the growth of the population. So we have to protect y'all at all costs. So mm-hmm. when you feel that way, yeah, you're gonna empathize with Michelle. Yeah. I know I did growing up with uh, a bunch of siblings and just watching like the box and all that shit. I used yeah. to sneak and order something in my heart. I was about to say you like old enough to know something in my heart. Like you old enough for that to have been your shit back then. I play that now for the kids. They be confused, but that's my shit. That's the shit. It was. Real quick, I do want to touch on this because you're talking about it. Now, you personally were in headlines about that. Hey. Yourself. Yeah, 100%. Bitches are crazy. <laughs> Bitches, it's crazy. See, but that's the other thing, Jazzy. See, okay. now I know that this is women in hip-hop. Right. I just want, because we're here, platform, and I would be 
Listen, considered baby, whatever. Baby, baby. If we, I didn't we, tap on we, it, we touch on, okay, thank world. you, thank it's, you. I fuck with Joe, baby. Right. We can talk about anything. All right, cool. Now I know this is woman in hip hop, mm-hmm. but for men, right? For men, an issue that we're very far away from rectifying is women getting away with taking advantage of the legal loophole in domestic violence. Mm. Because what happens, women, well, humans are emotional creatures. Women a lot more so than men. In my happenstance, a woman felt a way about some shit. She wanted some quick get back. She went to the precinct. That was her lie. That was her story. And everything that I went through was to get back for her. She was then able to eliminate herself from that. And I was just stuck going to court for two years over some shit I didn't do. Two years? Yes. Yes. In New York City, they charge you with some shit. And you a rapper and you young, black, and successful. Mm -hmm. They're going to have your ass in there every other month with the Daily News and the New York Times and the Post waiting there taking pictures and shit. That is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. It learned me a very valuable, valuable, valuable lesson. And what was that? Well, I was one of those people that just kind of took people at face value. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, I'm non I'm non judgmental, you know. You know, I'm just gonna learn you as as we go. As we go along, I'm yeah. not gonna hold your past against you. That that's who I am because mm-hmm. I'm so misunderstood. Because I'm, you know, I'm perceived as all of these things that I'm not. So I try not to do that to other people. Right. When you do that and you run into some people who uh are a bit more malicious, <laughs> have some other intention, you're gonna run into Things like I ran into, I had to modify my lifestyle. Oh, wow, two right. years. So you can say on the record, you never Hell put your hands no, on a woman no, ever I before. Because that was kind play. of a, a negative stigma, I think, that was attached to your it name. Was. I didn't know that it was that ongoing two I years. I lost a lot of money. I lost Talk sponsors. Oh, God. I lost, you know, Like fanfare. Kobe lost Sprite? Who you lost, my nigga? You know, not to that magnitude. <laughs> but but the problem is this, Jazzy. When yes. When... Just just from someone being accusatory in that regard, that's enough. That's enough. It's such an ugly, you hit a woman? You yeah. hit a woman? Like, that's the headline that allegedly is going away. We're not seeing allegedly hit. No, 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 no. Allegedly, what? You hit Joe a woman? Buddy, you are scum. You are violence. a piece of fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. So how do you, even if you're innocent, it's such a fucking degrading charge. How do you cleanse yourself of it? It took me some time. Yeah. Because I just stuck by, you know, the truth. The truth is I never did that. I don't behave that way. And I don't care what the head I don't care what the headlines say. Okay. I don't care that y'all have channel nine and channel seven news pulling up to my house every other minute. They're painting me to be some type of madman like I'm running from somebody. I'm right here at home. I'm right here at home and whatever's gonna happen, let's go through the legal process. I'm gonna trust this and I'm gonna trust my God and my faith in him and we're gonna get through it. And that's exactly what happened. Thank you for clearing that up, and thank you for speaking out. Oh, I speaks, baby. I I, I fucks with talk. you on that. I I'm love here it. To talk, I love baby. it. I love it. Um, back to Michelle. Now I'm gonna play what she had to say. She spoke about the backlash she got from women, right? Which was kind of not so surprising for me having this podcast. That's why I love that you're here, and I'm gonna have more men on it. The most difficult thing for me is getting women to be on women in hip-hop. <laughs> it's okay. It's difficult for y'all because women, I was just telling uh, in the desk of my coworker earlier, women will shade you uh, under the guise of woman empowerment. Women will shade you in a compliment. 
<laughs> so, Elaborate, please. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of ways that women will just be dismissive of you and disregard you and just and just throw shade because women are catty that way. So mm. when you run into genuine women support, right? Would you support? Period. Yeah. Kind of want to cherish that. Yeah. So I'm gonna play this. I don't know which video this is, but this is Michelle A talking about straight out of Compton. I remember being in arguments defending you because a lot of people try to discredit your side of the story. And, yeah, and you know what? Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's sad. Not to cut you off, but it's mm-hmm. sad because a lot of women, I would love for them to have been in my bedroom. First and foremost. Hello? I don't know what goes on in your house. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me when your bedroom door falls or goes on. Mm-hmm. So for them to just attack me like that and not know what I have been through or who I even, first of all, you've never met me in your life. Yeah. You, you just heard a record that I did and, a, and some woman stories over 20-something years, and here you're going to tell me I'm lying? I was insulted by these women, but then again, I already know that these are the same women that will defend these men who will beat them later because you have to understand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you really... It's- tell the people, what's the biggest misconception about Miss Chalet that you would like to clear up? That I did not destroy Rufus and Deathrow and that I... Not, it wasn't over uh, a, a period of, uh, of a relationship because that's an outright lie. If they ask Dr. J, he'll tell you, and if they ask Shit Night, he'll tell you. But it's funny that I never get those reports. Hmm. Okay. Because they know the truth. First of all, her voice is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of Michelle Lady, you know that's that is how. what I'm laughing at. I, I can't believe that her voice is still like that, the same after all these years. My whole fucking life, her voice still sounds like her voice. But that's how she was born. And, it's, and her voice, singing voice, is so soulful. One, right? Yeah. When it comes to how you felt when you saw what she said Dr. Dre did to her, beating her and pointing a gun at her and shooting it and aiming it at her head. Uh, what, what, what was your thoughts on that? Because I think that shocked a lot of people. Anybody with a heart. That shocked a lot of people. Anybody with a heart, I think, is going to feel the same way about that. So let me re- reframe that question mm-hmm. and, and shoot it back to you. Okay. How do you feel about... I love about, when guests I, shoot shit do, back at how me. How do you feel about Dr. Dre's not only... Uh, acceptance of what occurred, but his apology and his yeah. soliloquy basically to being a changed man. Yep. How do we feel about that? Um, me, personally? Because forgiveness is tough for a lot of people. It is. Um, now, do I think that Dr. Dre beat Michelle's ass 100%? Okay. Do I think that he fucking pointed a gun and did all of these crazy things that she says occurred 100%. That was Dr. Dre over 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. If I have to think back in my life to some things that I did 20 years ago, if I had to be held to that standard for the rest of my life, people would look at me like a shitty nigga. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't been the most honorable man at all times. You have to kind of grow out of that. That's a part of your maturation, and that's a part of puberty. Yeah. So I totally agree. Mm-hmm. That's some scum, scumbag shitball shit, but I was very proud to see that. He responded the way that he, he did. Yes. That, yeah. That he honored it, you know, because he caught a lot of flack when they, put, uh, when they put the movie out and they didn't address 
D. Barnes didn't address Michelet. So when they put this Defiant documentary out, he 100% addressed at least the D. Barnes accusations. Right. So because that was more public. Yeah, and well, I, I mean, actually had, had a, video. Well, he had right? a relationship with Michelle. So, right. like, they were romantically they have a involved. Child yeah, so I, I, I could see why he might be a little more hesitant to speak about that. But right. he acknowledged the demons that he's had to fight throughout the years. Uh, so I, I applaud him for that because right. a lot of people don't get they don't get to that part. Right, right. So to answer your question, I agree with you. I feel the same way. He didn't try to come out and sabotage her or discredit her. Wait, I did hear news that he tried to stop the film. At some point. I think, yeah. I mean, you probably don't. At I some mean, point, yes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I think I think he said, fuck it. If it's going to come out, then I can't. Listen, at some point, the nigga was like, man. <laughs> like, well, since you're going to talk about it, man, then, God yeah, damn. All right, yeah. I did it. I yes. did it. I don't have to specify exactly what I did. I'm just going to apologize for whatever y'all exactly, see and yeah. whatever she choose to put out. Um. Uh, Absolutely. I, yeah. I do agree with what you said as far as forgiveness. I love a man that can own up to his wrongdoings. And if that is something that you knew yourself that you did mm -hmm. and you didn't combat her, there was no rebuttal, there was none of that. You know what I mean? Because this is the mother of your child at the end of the day. You know, this isn't just a scandal. This isn't just something that's a, on the news and it's a headline. This is something that's real. Your son is well alive. Is going to see how you respond to his mother. So in all actuality, I do forgive Dr. Dre. I think a lot of women, when she said in her little um, comment, was that they should do the same. Instead of trying to discredit her, just take it for what it is and move forward. Because I think what we do as women, when it comes to these known figures, we love them. We put them on a pedestal. Mm, yeah. Larger than life, like you said. Dr. Dre. That's what people do. Right. That's what I did. They were Dr. Dre was amazing to me growing up. Snoop Dogg to this day, along with like Tupac and other rappers. But Snoop Dogg was my first favorite rapper ever. Like... No one could tell me anything about Snoop's first album. I know it to this day verbatim. Like, that's my one album. One of the best albums ever. Right? right. And prior to that, The Chronic was like the shit to me. Hey. I'm okay. But see, the one thing about me, I always say, my love for hip-hop started on the West Coast, the early 90s. To me, the West had it. So when I got wind, I remember reading a magazine where it's like Dr. Dre beat up this journalists and all i remember reading it like and i remember just thinking like what the fuck is going on like they need to really like elaborate further on this but it was they, they touched on it very like little right Real vague. very vague and i i just I, I will remember that forever so when i saw the film i was like yes like she finally told her side of the story and as a woman that loved and adored i don't want to say it in past tense because i still do Dr. Dre and everything that he contributed to to the genre of music that I love so much. And it's still contributing. It's still contributing. So it's like I I it was heartbreaking to to watch like in its entirety like what really occurred. You know, it was like, God damn, but I'm cool. Good. So now let's get back to the womanhood. Now I'm gonna go to the next topic that I talked about. All Woman in Hip Hop. It was Remy versus Nikki. I really want to get to this with you because you're an MC yourself. And this touches on two dope female MCs. First question, where were you when you first heard 
Remy's home in my yard. I was by the pool. I was in the middle of a very intense game of Monopoly with some friends of mine. I was winning, of course, just in case you guys were wondering. Uh, (laughs) And then somebody stopped mid-turn, and it was their go, and I was winning, so I was very anxious for them to go, and they stopped and said, holy shit. (laughs) You got to hear this shit. Yo, Remy just went in. And I was like, huh? And then they played it out loud. And then we all sat there. You know, we did the group barbershop function type of thing where we just judge and assess together. It was hard. It hard was hard. And, and she kept on rapping. She was rapping for a long time because I didn't roll the dice of Monopoly for about another 15 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> that motherfucking song was about eight, min- eight minutes long. <laughs> then we talked about it for seven minutes. It was a long time. But I did win that Monopoly game. And she did, and she did win that battle. So, shout out to she her. She won that battle. Oh, yeah. Cakewalk. Cakewalk? Yeah, cakewalk. I don't care if somebody helped her write the shit. <laughs> I don't care. Why is that always? Why did that matter? If why I'm, does that matter? If I'm married to a fucking MC and, and I'm dissing Pat you, you don't think that my fucking MC fucking spouse is saying something, you fucking idiot? I don't understand that at all. But I don't why, understand why everybody was surprised at that. Why is that even a question? What do you mean surprised? It's not like it's solidified. Um, that it's, defi- it's confirmed that he wrote it. You think he helped oh, he, write it? He definitely helped write it. But so, Mm-mm. I'm jumping you. I'm spouse jumping you. I'm jumping tagging you. Me, tag me yeah. in. Man, listen, go ahead and get fly. Me and my fucking wife going to sit at home, and we're going to write a fucking diss for your little bum ass. That's that. So that's what happened. I loved it. I loved it. Go ahead, Pat. Black love, nigga. <laughs> black fucking love. Hashtag black love. I don't think that happened. Remy. Oh, please. Let's take it back. Oh, please. Let's take it back. Come on now. Let's not forget. Remy was a battle rapper herself. No, wait, baby. I'm not saying that Remy didn't write anything. Okay. I didn't say write anything, but who's to say she had help? Why is it when it comes to a woman, you know when what? it comes to a female okay. MC, the that word it's help. always... The word help is throwing us off. Thank you. The it word is help implies that she could not do it herself, and that is incorrect. Okay. So let's eliminate the word help. Assistance. <laughs> you... She got, and I'm sure that this was... Word Smith savvy motherfucker. I'm, I'm it's posit- the same thing. I'm positive. No, it's not. Assistance and help? Maybe. It maybe, ain't? Maybe. If but, I throw you an alley hoop, nigga, I helped you dunk that bitch. No, it might be the same. Because I threw but the ball. We're, now we're dealing with <laughs> implications. We're not dealing with the definitions of actual words. Help and assistance is exactly the same. When I say it help, is. it implies something different. When I say assistance, it implies something different. Or maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, You're totally wrong. All right, I'm fine. I've been wrong for. But listen to this. <laughs> One day. If I'm, I'm sure that it was voluntary help or assistance. Why was it help at all, Joey? Because if you laying in bed, if we're a couple and you're laying in bed and you're writing a diss and I wake up and throw you a few ideas. Who's to say that happened though? Well, if you know rap, you know that happened. If you know if you know hip hop, then you can hear Papoose's flow from uh. Remy's mouth. <laughs> That's the only reason that Nikki saying that shit what did you hear? was effective. What, what, did, what did you hear? Can you, you heard Pap's flow from Tell me, me what did you, what do you recollect? All, what, did, what did you hear? Was it something that you can like remember as far as any bar that sounded like there were too many words in the bar? That is Papoose's signature style, and I'm not trying to be funny. 
he has mastered <laughs> that style. Not very many people can do it. Right. So when Remy goes from rapping in Remy cadence, okay, which is not so many words in the stanza, which is you can hear everything clearly, you can articulate every word she's very because she's emphasizing things. Yep. And then the very next bar, there's mad words. As a writer, as a writer, your brain won't do it. Your brain don't even do that. <laughs> as you sit there and write, you don't go from that to that naturally is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not a natural move. It's not impossible. Okay, that's yeah, your point. Not impossible, but it's not a natural move. I got a couple of dudes in this room now. But again, not, shit in agreement listen, with but, you that I'm But there's nothing wrong with that. Again, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Remy is a phenomenal MC. Yeah. We all know definitely, that. It's yeah. not like it's not like it's not like um Nikki where you know you have these ghost writing rumors. We don't know if she's writing fire since her and Safari broke up. Very different. Remy, we know that bitch could rap for a long time, for a long time, and don't play with her because she ain't with the shits. We know that. <laughs> she ain't with the shits. So she already is qualified. <laughs> she done did her bid over there. She done <laughs> rolled with Fat Joe uh, digging in the crate. She's yes. hip-hop solidified. Yes. If she want to go get a couple bars from her fucking husband, man, God damn it, so be it. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do something about it. <laughs> Beat both of us. Do you feel Nikki is solidified when it comes to hip-hop? Do you feel like lyrically that she's official? When it comes to her bars and her writing ability and her talents, I don't know her writing ability. You don't know Remy's either. Yes, I do. Technically, do you? Sure, I do. You've seen her write? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, All right. All right. All right. I've seen Remy write. I know how Remy gets down. Records. Uh -huh. I know. I know what Remy does. Give Give me your opinion on Nikki, real quick. Do you feel that she is a solidified? hip-hop artist when it comes to her lyrical ability, spitting ability, everything? Do you feel like it's her and it's coming from her? Oh, no, probably not. Probably not. But, I mean, that's not a knock on her. Most stars of that magnitude are manufactured in a lot of ways. So I don't knock her. I don't know if somebody was contributing to... Uh, the writing and the song and the song making and all that. I don't know. There's rumors. I wasn't there. But if I'm just listening. Mm -hmm. If you're just listening. It's just your perspective. I, 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 yeah. I would think that somebody has had some input. Somebody as far as Safari. I don't one. Know. I don't know. He says, say he says that. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I've, I've heard Dope He's Nikki. He's been credited as an executive producer. But I've heard, on, dope, I've heard dope Nikki verses since I, him, though. Monster, to me, is what solidified her as a dope MC. I uh, think she was still with him, though. She was, but but again, I, I, I never credited him for her talents. When they broke up is when it, it started to come about, where it's like Safari wrote that, Safari wrote this, Safari wrote everything before they broke up. I don't believe that. It goes back to what you said. The only difference is Papoose and Remy are married. These two were common law marriage, goddamn. But, like, they've been together for 13, 14 years. All right, so now right? I'm ask you So why, why can why she tag him why? if that's what we're doing? But I, I no, really I don't think, no, I really don't think that he was the reason for her being for as her hot oh, as she no. is as far as her talents, yes, as far as her success and as far as her lyrical ability and her writing skills 
her I'm verbiage when it comes to hip hop. I don't want to give her. all that to him. Yeah, me neither. I'm sure a lot went into the executing of verses when you hear some of the older Nicki verses, uh, as opposed to how she sounds now, very in charge of, you know, because that's the thing. Even if Safari wrote all that shit, Nicki delivers it. Yeah. And she delivers it well. Mm-hmm. And her delivery is probably better than most men. Mm. She just needs to catch one. And she hasn't caught one. Nikki. In, in a while. In yeah. a while? She needs to catch another one. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel about the record that pretty much started Remy's Sheether? The No Love record with Gucci Man? I believe it's called No Love. No, I didn't care about the record. You know, <laughs> I didn't care about the funny that. thing is I actually like that record. But it was like she threw a, a rock, right? She threw a little it dart. Cute. It was it was kind of cute. cute. I didn't think she was prepared for for the um, damage. Not at all. The repercussions when, that was coming. When you're that type of superstar, yeah. sometimes you live in your arrogance. And you never think somebody is going think to actually she did? reply to you that way. Oh, I'm sure Nikki didn't think that Remy was going to respond that way mm. with such vigor. No. Best beef ever, Jay Z, Nas. Or Nikki and Remy. Just dying say? to put a woman beef in there. No, that beef ain't nowhere near the greatest beef ever. Sorry. That, what? that beef might be one of the worst beefs ever. What? Okay. Uh, thank you, Joe. It's just what women <laughs> Coming wanna, to the show. Hey, it's just when women want to empathize with women, right? No! Wow. That beef was so trash. What are you talking about? That beef was amazing. That, they didn't even both participate in that beef. You try to say that Nikki bowed out? That beef no! was over before it started. Right Why? now, Nikki has the oh, record no, with nobody Drake and Lil Wayne. Yeah. All right, so that was going to be enough of the recap version of what we're doing. Now, I do want to speak with you about women in hip-hop as far as some of your favorite female MCs. So I'm going to run these questions by with you real quick. Mm-hmm. Don't make that face. I love music too much, so I know you I got sit some. here and name 50 million female MCs. I was just singing 357 Get Loose the other day. Oh, um, Oh, uh, Gangsta Bull, yes. Lady of Rage, Rock um, Ruff and stuff with my Afro Queen plus. Latifah, Bahamadia, yes, yes. Uh, MC Light, of course. I, 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 all, all of the women, all of the women. The Brat was the best rapper ever when she came out. Like all of the women. The Brat changed my life. The Brat literally had my parents sit me down and ask me, "Was I a lesbian?" Are you a lesbian? I'm not. Okay. I've never looked pussy a day in my life. I want my pussy really? licked by one. No, I, I dead ass. Oh. I've never. Okay. I've ne- Wait a minute. Hold on. Before you go there, I've never, ever tasted, licked, got close to one ever. But a fantasy of mine is to have a threesome with my man, that's, with that's another a, woman. But I just want her to taste me. I don't want her to do anything. I don't want to taste her. See? Oh, and that's why right. it can't happen, right? Well, my question it's, it's to too, you. It's too picky. I don't even know how we got on that. It I should is, just go to it, my question. It is real. <laughs> <laughs> you, nigga, nigga, you're too good with this shit. You got me in the house. Hey, <laughs> it is rather picky, but all right. So my last question about that particular topic is this. If you want your special place pleasured. Special place. Thank you for calling it that. I'm trying to be very PG. If, I, I appreciate if, it. If Run got, with that, though. If you though. guys haven't noticed, I'm trying to be PG. If when if you want your special place pleasured. Yeah. Yeah. If it feels good yeah. to you, because mm-hmm. you've never had it done, so you don't know if it feels good. Mm-mm. But any event that it does feel good, why wouldn't you reciprocate that? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. 
No. So you would have it done to you, yeah, but you would absolutely. not do. No. First of all, anything I do, I want to do it amazingly well, right? I don't have any experience yet. in that. Yeah. You threw the yet in. I have no desire. Damn. There okay. we go. There we go. That's I got I got fucking worse, man. I got to make sure. Okay. That's important. I speak to you right, correctly. No, I have no desire to lick pussy. Yeah. Right? At all. Yeah. At all, Joey. Today. <laughs> but <laughs> Today. Favorite female rappers ever in life, top five, dead or alive. Yes, I said dead or alive. Lauren Hill, number one. Okay. Nobody raps better than Lauren Hill. Uh, MC Light. No one, period? No woman. Oh, okay. No woman. No woman. No woman. That's right behind Lauren Hill. She's uh, killing some of you niggas, though, but go ahead. You know what? <laughs> and I'm doing all-time accolades here. I'm going MC Light. Light. Um, I'm going Latifah. I'm going Kim. Nice. Um, one more. My fifth spot would alternate. Because if we're going on skill, then the brat. But if I'm going on career, then, of course, Nikki or Foxy or... You're doing a lot, Joe. Give me one. It's your fifth person. No, I don't And care. I was going to give you a sixth man. So the give me your sixth fifth. man. I don't care about the fifth. Okay. <laughs> She's right. trying to give me the sixth. All I right. don't give a fuck about five. You know what I like I about top five? I just want it to be... From your standards, just you. Just yeah, but the fifth one always gonna change. So I mean, you could put. That's Fox, why I like to give a six fifth man. one ain't solidified. All right, really? so put Foxy and put Nikki. Really? So But no then you got people like Rhapsody mm -hmm. that you know that's they're new, really, really, right really now. talented. Um, who else is really, really talented? It's a lot. So of, Nikki would a, be your sixth man. Foxy would be your fifth. Or they hard, hard, change. hard to discredit all that Nikki has accomplished. In, it is. In hip hop, she's not in my top five, but um, she's in my top ten. Who's your top five? My top five would be Little Kim, Foxy, um, Eve, Lauren Hill, and Left Eye. Mm, left Eye, it's like a creepy pick one. there, creepy yeah. pick you there. You like that one. Eve has an underrated body of work. I Eve, love I on, love Eve, is, Eve. I play Eve set uh, the bar for a lot of female rappers. What y'all niggas want? I play Blow Your Mind. I, I play fucking that was Scorpion uh, Tambourine. Too. That was Scorpion. That was all her yeah. other, older shit. Her her first lady, the first one, with her and Dragon going back and forth. Like, yeah. Whoa! I want to say that was the first album no, to ever go double platinum. Double X, even me. Yeah, that was the first time I had that album. Yeah, that was great. That was you old like me. You old. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> now we on this podcast talking yes. about a fucking Dragon and Eve collaboration. You old? Not that old. But um, no, Eve, Eve, Eve gets Come there on, for Eve, me. I'm not Eve. mad at anybody. Saying I think Eve. niggas could be sleeping on. I think they forget because she married a billionaire. That's exactly why they forget. And that they is forget. Why. Her contribution to the to the genre of we music that I love. We got to acknowledge your contribution when you marry a billionaire. Sorry. Yes, you must. You As married, a female, you, you have to. Nah, if you married a broke nigga, we would applaud you. <laughs> you can't marry no billionaire and get your credit. And doing movies, yeah, TV shows, clothes. Here. Bitch, you told you to do fetish yeah. and all that. Sorry. We don't even know about your first album Sorry, no more. Baby. <laughs> 
What about uh, left eye, though? I've always felt like that's a curveball for a lot of people, but I would be lying if I say she's not in my top five. She's got the uh, accolades, she's got the numbers, and she has the skill to support it. You can't really argue against it. Okay. Uh, we said the uh, favorite female rappers. What's your favorite female rap album? Because I was going to ask you your artist, but I think you're going to say Lauryn Hill when it comes to that. You said favorite female yeah, Lauryn Hill. I can't say. Album-wise, uh, though. Hardcore. Deadass? In high school. Lil 96? Kim, hardcore. Yeah, she was holding it down better than niggas. Biggest hip-hop fluence female-wise in your career? Queen Latifah, I moved to Jersey City, New Jersey at the tender age of 13. Mm. Um, from where? From Queens. Never knew that. St. Albans, Queens. Okay. Um, so we moved to Jersey. Flavor Unit was popping. She was popping. Apache was popping. Uh, so that was the move over Apache. There. So outside of rap, you know, the Queen just showed me all the places rap could take you. You know, she's one of the people still to this day so immensely successful mm. starting from rap mm -hmm. and we don't even think about a rap career mm -mm. today so she so she was showing me that very 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 early along with you and i ty along with ladies first you know she was doing a lot she was doing a lot she introduced Moni love she did a lot mm -hmm. what did she do that was hands-on in your career though did she have an influence. Well, she's helpful, helpful to me behind the scenes. Really? Talk to me about just an experience if well, you can that you can like remember. She's just, you know, I don't know if it's a Jersey thing, but people that are from Jersey are very heavily supportive of Jersey people. Mm -hmm. So her, Sean, uh, Tretch, they've always been extremely supportive just in our Jersey uh, brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I never forget the Vibe Awards. You know they're extinct now, but this was two thousand two thousand three. Yeah, I think I was nominated for best new act, and Tretch was giving the award away, and all of New Jersey, all of the Jersey people in the building in Los Angeles stood up and just they were really rocking with me, and that felt good as a new act being from from New Jersey. And not really having any people in L.A. at this huge ceremony that I've never been to before. That felt good to see that type of support. Yeah. That was always there with uh, Queen, Tretch, and just anybody Flavor Unit related. <clears throat> Talking about... Not just for me. For the for the unsigned people, too, though. Yeah. Like, they were a permanent fixture in, in Jersey City. We're going to go to this section. We're going to call it the Trendy Topics section. And... Rick Ross was recently on the Breakfast Club speaking about female rappers. And if he was to sign a female rapper, he'd have to fuck. There you go. So you saw it as well as I did. Mm -hmm. Now, he's already been under fire for saying things like, I put Molly, Molly in her in and drink. she don't even know. That's in the You Don't Even Know song. Mm -hmm. So it's already been signs of him being a little rapey. A lot of people want to call it that. So now it's like you can't even sign a female artist because you can't keep your cock in your pants. It's some backlash for that. I'm going to give my opinion on how I feel, but I want to hear yours first. How did you feel about that when you initially heard it? I felt like all of us felt. <laughs> I don't know how all of us felt. How you did y'all feel, you know, Joey? You know all of us felt. That was a bit sexist. That was a bit misogynistic. That was a lot of things. Not if it's an isolated incident, but like you said, 
coming off of the I put Molly in a drink and she don't even know it. You losing your uh, sponsorship or your endorsement deal with Reebok, allegedly. Allegedly, um, right? Then you take the picture with Angela Yee uh, for that same Breakfast Club interview with you hugged up with her in a way that we've never seen an artist hugged up with her. So it's, oh, I know, didn't even see the photo. Yeah. Somebody she, pull that up, please. She looked. She looked a little. <laughs> she looked a little uncomfortable. Now, she granted, said, they're friends. Mm. Okay. They are friends. They are friends. I'm only talking about the optic right. of it. Mm-hmm. It didn't look right coupled with all those other things. So, But I applauded his honesty. I did. Mm-hmm. Because he said, you know, self-awareness is important. And he said, listen, if I had a female artist, I'm not sure that I would be able to do business without trying to stick my dick inside of her. So to avoid that, I try not to have them. Now, is it sick in the way he got to the logic? Mm-hmm. Yes, but mm-hmm. self-awareness is important. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to give my real opinion on this. And it's funny that it's different from yours. Being a woman, it's different. Let me hear it. I didn't feel any type of way of what he said. First of all, one thing for me was he's on that particular show, right? The Breakfast Club is known for funny commentary, for tongue-in-cheek commentary. It's not something that mm-hmm. he's not on CNN. He's not trying to be PC, politically correct. He's just he's giving his what I call funny commentary. Breakfast Club is mainstream enough for you to have to be PC, though. You have to be accountable for the things you say on that show. It's a large platform. Mm-hmm. You have to know that enough people will see this to where they'll get offended. But that's the thing. A lot of people on there say what it is they say and there's some backlash from it and you should be prepared for that. Like I get that. But what I but when what I heard, what I got from it is that for one, like you said, he was being honest, right? First and foremost, that's the first thing I thought when he said that. It's, it's not about me liking what he said. I more or less appreciated what he said. Here it is. This man is in a position to hire a female uh, rapper to be on his roster. He's saying respectfully and honestly. Let me take out respectfully. He's saying honestly. (laughs) You caught there. (laughs) He's saying honestly that I cannot coexist with you without wanting to have sex with you. So in return... I'm not going to put myself in a compromising position to where I want to whip my cock out to be with you. I feel him. That's some real nigga shit. I feel him. I do. Right? Yeah. That's the first thing I got from when I heard that. I'm like, that's real nigga shit. A lot of people probably wouldn't be able to admit that. Exactly. So why are we not looking at it on, on that surface right now? This man is saying, baby girl, I'm not even going there with you because I know me as a man. And as an individual, I'm going to try to fuck you. I'm spending money on you. I'm investing in you. I'm going to have some feelings in a long run, and I'm going to want to fuck you. The so headline, I'm not going to do it. The headline was clickbaitish. Yes. It made us all click on it. Once yes. we actually listened to it, I think a lot of us agreed with his stance. Yes, because he's being well, honest. Well, understood it. Understood it because he was so honest and forthcoming. Right. And I think what and being a woman in hip-hop, this is something that personally has happened to me. When I moved to New York, I moved here when I was 19 years old. And some people know 
but not a lot. But y'all gonna know right now. I wanted to be a rapper. So, hence my love for hip-hop. Initially, I came out here thinking, I'm about to spit some bars. Like, I want to be a rapper. So, I ended up meeting with some people in the industry that wrote records for other artists. And we were trying to get in bid with each other music-wise and get some things going. And I remember being in the studio similar to this. And one day... I remember turning around, being backed up in the corner with this dude that was my friend that came to me initially wanting to help me career-wise, never expressed having any physical attraction to me or, or for me. Hold on. Not to say that I'm oblivious to how I look and you not wanting to sexually be with me. But hold on, Joey. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> but my thing is, he never voiced it. He never came at me came at me with how he felt about me initially. So I literally turn around and here this man is, got his tongue out at me, trying to stick it down my throat. And I'm literally hitting him, beating him off of me. And this is this is why this is why this is why for me as a woman, because I'm speaking from a personal experience, and I'm speaking in in a sense to where I understand where Rick Ross is coming from. See, that man never kept it real with me and told me that he had any feelings or any type of attraction towards me. Not that he needed to say it, but he needed to say it if he knew that he was going to act upon right. it. Yeah. No, no, no. He needed to say it if he knew that he was going to act on it. You well, could how, feel... Wait, 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 wait. Right. How do we know that he knew he was going to act upon it? Because I didn't look no different from the minute you met me to three months later to when you attacked zero me. Zero to do about how he felt impulsively about you well let me finish and i'm gonna tell you no seriously because you, you, his answer to me i felt like i was being preyed upon and to me what a lot of people don't get from what rick ross is saying there's a bigger conversation that needs to be had there there's not about him saying i can't be or i can't have a female artist because that female artist I'm going to want to sexually be with, it's, it's, it's him saying that he knows in himself that he he won't be able to control himself. Yes. That's what's That's more what commendable yeah. and admirable for me to hear a man say because me being in the situation on the flip side, this man, and this happened twice in my life, maybe more, but I'm going to probably talk about hey, two times. I'm, I'm rolling with more. <laughs> Roll with more then. But in this particular situation, I remember being attacked in the studio in the corner where the man is trying to tongue me down and rubbing up on me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What's going on? And he's like, what, 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 what? What's the problem? I'm like, bruh, bruh, chill. And he's like, well, what the fuck you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? And it's like. That's a little scary for me. Thank you. And to me. The women that are out there speaking against what he said, I want to say this is what y'all talking about. It's about the dialogue that needs to happen, that men that feel that way, that's not being real, that pretend they want to help you to when shit hits the fans, they attack you. That's the conversation that y'all really want to have because in my situation, I got attacked later on. And he said, what the fuck you thought was going to happen? I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, you wag, you wagging that ass around me. You being around me. What did you think? Of course I'm going to want to fuck. And it's like, what? I thought we were just doing business. What do you mean? Like, we're friends. And the nigga literally said, let me, no, no. Nigga literally said to me, friends, 
I don't need friends. I got friends. I don't need you as my friend, bitch. Literally Jesus. told me that. Jazzy. Blew my mind. But I want to say this because I feel like there's a lot of women out there. This has happened to him. This happened to them, I'm sorry. And this has happened to me. And what Rick Ross is saying, honestly and willingly, he's saying that he knows that he can't control himself. We need to be more respectful of his honesty and let's talk about the men that aren't honest enough the way that he is that will attack you in the long run that have a motive. That's that's always been my thing. So when I saw that, I'm like, why are we attacking him so much? All he did was be real and honest. And for me, honesty is always the best policy. I'm always for keeping it real. It, you don't have to necessarily agree with his stance, but you got to respect the fact that he let it be known. So if a chick is out there trying to pursue him on some rapping shit, Baby girl, you know not to go that route. Go another route. Because he's letting you know that he's going to want to fuck you. So you got to respect where he's coming from. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's how I felt. I agree with... Because um, that was ugly what I went through. And I think we need to have a conversation about the man that's not being real. I agree with everything that Young Jazzy has had to <laughs> offer in this situation. Young what JB. I will say is... And on this Rick Ross subject, mm -hmm. that's why I really encourage masturbation for men. It's very important. Our decision making once we've masturbated is very different than I hate it you was right now. I felt like not. I literally had an Oprah moment and you turned it into master fucking bation. It's true. I literally had a Ayana Von Zahn moment, if that's how you say her name. You, you bodied the moment. You did. You did. You did. You did. You did. You did great. You did great. Thank you. But yeah, we have to masturbate to so that we're not outside just thinking with our fucking, just thinking with our our dumb head. But that has happened. Have you ever heard a situation? Because I feel like you're you're a guy's guy, but I feel like you you resonate with the females as well. I know you do with I me. Do. Like I like talking to you. It's very easy conversation. You remind me like. <laughs> It's weird. Like I ain't trying to put you in the bro zone, <laughs> but you feel what I'm saying. Like, but you remind me of one of my. The you bro know, zone is underrated, by the way. Bro zone I, is I, amazing. I, I want to throw that out there. Okay, great. And the bro, you, I think that people should want to land in the bro zone versus the friend zone. One hundred percent. Thank you. It's much closer. Yeah. But don't have no like motives though. Like on some like. I never shit. have any motives. Okay, great. I'm not. If you don't have motives. no motives and you're in the bro zone, that's that's a very yeah. special zone to be. Yeah, I'm cool. All right, cool. You gotta give me that. Because I have seven, and it's, they're all different, right? So that's why I'm able to be around different personalities and, and coexist. So to speak with you about this is very easy conversation. So I appreciate that. Yeah, but that's, again, like you said, that's a gift from you having seven other fucking... So that's when I look at or listen to Rick Ross saying that I'm not taking it back. I'm like, I totally get, like, respect his honesty, ladies, like... He's not going to attack you in a corner should. and try to stick his dick in you. Yeah, like. that that was that was clickbait. That whole headline, and, mm -hmm. you know, Rick Ross says it, it was clickbait. We we should respect that type of honesty. I do. We should want that type of honesty. There you go. Moving on, little Duvall, transgender. The transgender community wants to talk to me beat about up that. Little Duvall again. Honesty. He was honest. I have two gay brothers. Again, we live in I'm going to put out the fact that I come from a different opinion. So it may be different because a lot of people know that I'm I'm very. Uh, but what did Lil Duvall cool say? with the gay community? But so what did he say wrong? 
Okay. I don't know what I'm he gonna said play the clip of what he said. I don't I'm sorry. And we're gonna get to it. And she, and she didn't tell you she was a transgender. That ain't a girl. I met a boy. That means I met a boy. After four months, she told you I had sex, and then after we're we, not having sex. <laughs> we're not having sex. Yes, after four months, y'all had sex, and she said, Duval, "This might sound messed up, I'm and I don't care." She dying. I, I can't deal with no. that. No, that's a no, I, I, I can't do that. No, you dog, you do the, you manipulated me to believe in th this thing. My mind, I'm. I can't. I can't. I'm gay. Now. I do think I I'm do gay. No, you're not. She's a now. woman. No, no. Now on Friday he also said this. I do agree that you are taking away a person's power of choice. Yeah. When you don't tell them up front. That's why when Janet Mock was there, she said she tells. There should be all... some type of repercussions for that if you and do you that to somebody. You should go to jail or something. Something. Some like, charges be pressed. So Janet they, until was then, I'm gonna have my own repercussions. So. When Janet Mock was there, she said she tells all her partners. She didn't tell the first one. Who? Janet Mock. She's Who is a, that? A transgender activist. Oh, I didn't know that. Beautiful person. Okay. But you can't go around killing transgenders. I'm not anymore. gonna kill transgenders. I'm not. I didn't say. See here, you go trying to flip my words. I didn't that say I'm gonna kill transgenders. <laughs> I said if one did that to me, if you had sex with one and then they didn't, and they didn't tell boy, me, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm probably gonna want to kill them. Again, Breakfast Club, tongue and cheek commentary. No, he said if he and, and had sex with the transgender who did not. Disclose reveal to him that they were a transgender that he would kill them. I don't see the issue with that statement. That's not a hate crime statement. That's a you never know how someone will react statement. Okay. You never know what somebody is uh, either about to go through, going through, or entering. You shouldn't fuck with people that way. You know, when I was on couples therapy, there was a transgender person there and i told them the same thing you should want to reveal uh that information before you're intimate with somebody because you just never know where that situation will lead people are psycho in the universe yeah. and granted you're right and uh theoretically like how we should treat people and transgenders in that community all of that's correct yeah, absolutely yeah but i'm not saying that the world has caught up to that no mature level of thinking and no. you have to be cognizant of that so right how did that person respond on couple therapy when when you said that? How was, they understood. It was a female. Yeah, it was okay. a female. Well, I mean, one male trans transition to female Got it. had the work done and everything. Um, Chopped it off. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. See that I respect. When you say don't tell me you don't don't tell me you don't change genders and you ain't even fucking paid for surgery, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but there is it's still yeah. transitioning oh, I'm, not, I'm not respecting the transit go get the fucking full job done go finish it nigga. Well, it might be health you ain't risk. identifying with us go chop it the fuck off and do what you gotta that's do that's the one now, thing y'all have yeah, that separates now, 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 now granted <laughs> hey viewers that's my ignorance that is my heterosexual ignorance. Yeah. It, was, it was fucking ignorant I'm, I'm, it's okay to say it. Uh, okay. but that's how I feel that's yeah how I, feel. I totally get it so you agree, not necessarily agree, but but you're saying that they should disclose that information with people because people are psycho in the universe. I totally agree. People are crazy. I you totally can't, you can't agree. People to be understanding about everything. I totally thing. agree. And I'm not saying that I agree with him saying that he would kill because I don't. Well, I, I don't know what that man would do. But let's be real, ladies and gentlemen. Right. You're in a relationship with the opposite sex, and that person cheats on you, you find that that person is leading a double life, right? 
with the op- opposite sex. It doesn't have to be same sex. You're going to want to kill him. God gonna, damn it. I've been through it. I still want to kill that nigga. You're going to want to kill him. And it has nothing to do with your sexuality. It has everything to do with the misleading of it all, the deceiving of it all. That's what it, I, I really think that's what little Duvall was coming from. It, it didn't have anything to do with him. Hey, well, that's what exactly what you're talking about. I, yeah. I, but but I don't think it came across that because why is it that Charlemagne can't do an interview without transgender women attacking him? Because <laughs> it didn't have anything to do with transgender women. It had everything to do with being deceitful and being a fucking piece yeah, of shit lying. And I feel like, listen, I, I saw the hashtag um, transgender women need love too. Yes, you do. But you have to understand that it's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. I feel like I'm in a New Jack City movie. What the fuck? <laughs> what was it? It's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. Uh, yeah, worry. You sound like Spike Lee is directing this shit no. right now. It's a weed thing. For real. She's all lives matter. Head ass I'm a, nigga. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a movie buff. I'm a movie buff. Uh, no, but for real, like it's like it's not about your gender, or your sexuality. It's really about you just being honest, but. It's, it, it is a real touchy subject when it comes to the black community, when it comes to, like, sexuality. It's different. It is different. Um, so I get... But everything is different in the is, black community. Yeah. Point taken. It really is. So I think transgender people need to realize, again, there's a bigger dialogue that needs to be had there, and it's not about him wanting to kill you guys in particular, because I really don't think that's the case. I think it's just about you guys. Do you guys feel? That's that's a bigger question. You know what's funny? You guys is offensive to transgender community. Really? (laughs) No, no, no. You guys meeting the LGBTQ. Right? I I should say that. I think they would take offense to the term you You guys. You guys? Yeah. We're in in an era where the oppressed. Yeah. Because it's a touchy subject right now because I feel like a lot of transgender people in particular is trying to find their place in America. Probably so. They are. They're trying to find their place in America at a time where you guys are at a forefront. The magnifying glass is on you guys. There's light shed on what y'all going through. So it's 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 much easier, not much easier, but it's, it's, it is easier now today than it was 20, 30 years ago. When I was growing up, I had a friend that was a transgender didn't chop anything off, but he he felt that he was a woman or <sighs> Jesus Christ. And he would show up to my house and one day he would be an attractive, tall, dark black man. And, and the next be a day tall, attractive, dark woman. <laughs> showed up with a church hat and a floor dress and some weed. Uh, no, and no. it was different. And it was different. You don't say. <laughs> and, and but but that was like in the nineties, and he was one of my best friends, and I remember a situation happened to him where he was like uh, leaving the mall, and a couple of guys that was like in a truck from the back saw him and tried to holler at him, was hissing at him, okay. and then when my friend turned around and they saw a full fledged beard, they got upset. And they jumped out and beat him. That's the conversation y'all need to have. Mm-hmm. That's an issue right there. Because my friend didn't do anything deceitful. 
he recognized himself as a woman, right? He viewed himself as a woman, so he dressed accordingly to how he felt in the inside. He didn't tell those men in the car to holler at me. He didn't tell those men in the car to be attracted to me. He didn't tell those men in the car that he wasn't born a man and is really a woman. He didn't lie to you guys. You men felt some type of way and attacked my friend and beat him to a pulp. Like, y'all fucked him up. That's fucked up. Like, that's the conversation that needs to be had. And I think what y'all doing is taking what little Duvall is saying because of the question that he was asked, which is totally different from what has happened, what has happened in the transgender community. Y'all need to have a bigger conversation to where it's like, y'all have been attacked. Y'all have been beaten. Y'all actually have been killed for being who you are naturally, how you felt you were born to be. That's the conversation y'all need to have. It's not about him. He's a comedian. He's going to say some really offensive shit. I was just watching Dave Chappelle. He said some offensive shit about Nicole Simpson, and he told the crowd, listen, motherfuckers, if y'all going to feel this way, leave now. Yeah, I never get the people to go to comedy shows and end up getting offended. That man is a comedian. He's on a radio show. He says some shit. Get out of here. Don't use him Mm -hmm. as your target practice. Y'all need to really... Focus and hone in on what's happening within your community and what's happening in real life because that shit ain't it. That's a hypothetical stance. Talk yeah. about what's real. Yeah. And to me, that's my friend, one of my best friends, and that shit happened to him. A cousin of mine, who same thing. He damn near died. So it's like, and I have, like I said, two gay brothers out of, out of seven. Love them all equally. So it's like, you gotta under, like, so for me to feel this way, I'm coming from a perspective where I grew up around the LGBTQ community. So I understand differently, but I do think y'all need to have some bigger dialogue about what's really happening and don't focus on what's wrong because y'all doing a disservice to yourselves. You get what I'm saying? I agree, by the way. Okay. Okay. I, I always like, wanted to talk. I don't want to seem like I was just leaving you out on a limb here. I I do agree. You said some really powerful shit. You sound really passionate about this topic because it is a passionate topic, and it just <laughs> oh, happened a couple of days ago. And I know that I didn't. I don't think um, you guys touched on it yet on on your show. We did a little. Oh, bit. you did. We did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, because he caught a lot of flack for this whole transgender community thing. Get off of that, but still kind of stay on it. Bobby Valentino. That's staying on it. Yeah. Bobby Valentino Thoughts, please. likes the transgender community a lot. <sighs> this is not his first time being caught with the transgender community or caught with his pants down or caught running down the fucking lobby of one of the transgender people. This is not his first it's time. Not? No, no, no. This happened before. Now, Bobby Valentino's my guy, so I wish him well. Mm-hmm. And I hate to speak this way about him, but I mean, you got to call a spade a spade. If you like transgender, you just like transgenders. I'm more so perturbed at the fact that he didn't pay. That's what the story is, that they were recording him because he didn't pay, and this was an escort service. If you're hiring an escort service, you should pay or bad things will occur, i.e. Bobby Valentino and the transgender recording him. And I heard it was like $20. I didn't hear that. Did anybody? I'm not not paying you no money. I'm not not listening to you. Dead ass. You didn't. You're not telling me that Bobby Valentino ran out over twenty dollars. Okay, I'm not officially saying that. I'm not paying you no. I'm just mind. allegedly saying that ain't, I heard. Ain't no nigga ran out over twenty fucking dollars. I thought I heard twenty. You know what? I don't want to upset Shorty, 
But shorty, if you're listening, you're watching it right now. Let me know how much he ran off on your ass with, cause you got his keys and his wallet. Oh, so you know. That? Oh, so you know, shorty. I do not know, shorty. Oh, I was about to say. But I want to know, shorty, because like you said, I'm curious as to um, as to the amount as well. Shorty ain't getting no fucking twenty grand. Now, should that all be alleged? Cause I'm 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 cool with that word alleged. How do you know that he likes transgender women? Cause he was just running out. So what if he found out she was transgender and decided to leave? Jazz, you could be absolutely correct in my story. I'm just saying, shout out to Bobby Valentino. You were recorded leaving, and he never said that it wasn't him. He he said that it was him, correct? In my story, it's just way more fun to say that Bobby Valentino. <laughs> way more fun. I don't know who cares about the facts. You're trying to find out the truth. I'm trying to have fun. Bobby <laughs> Valentino was definitely running out of a transgender person's apartment. Allegedly. Oh, please. What if she told him, I'm transgender, and he decided to run out and didn't do anything, and he had his drawers on with no pants? Like, what if that was then the case? Then I'm judging you for being in front of somebody who got to tell you that they transgender before you know that they transgender. Was it kind of obvious, you think, based off of Yeah, what? that she wasn't like one of the cute transgenders. <laughs> <laughs> There's some cute transgenders. Some of them niggas is cute. <laughs> Usually it'd be like the hey, Spanish man, listen, ones. I know I'm the Hispanic ones. Because this ain't PC to say. Some of them niggas is cute. <laughs> Sorry, man. What do you want me to do? There's a few of them running around here that if they didn't tell you, you nigga, you wouldn't know it. That's it. That's just the bottom line. Now, with that said, this wasn't one of them. <laughs> hey, I could tell this nigga was a nigga from as soon as I seen this nigga. <laughs> I'm not talking no more <laughs> in this fucking podcast. I love it, I'm Joey. Finished. This is amazing. I knew that nigga was a nigga. That's all I'm saying. But, okay. <laughs> I kind of want to go back to the cute ones. I bet you do want to go back to some shit. I'm not saying another word. You go back to whatever the fuck you want to go back to. <laughs> I ain't saying shit. The cute ones. Literally, my cheeks are, like, bothering me. It's burning me because I'm laughing so hard. The cute ones. There are cute ones. There are. Oh, like cuter ones. I think they're Jazz, whatever. Jazzy, you trying to get me to agree? <laughs> like, what do you want me to say here? That there are cute trans. It's hard to guys. detect if there were if they were born woman or man is what you're saying. It's hard because to, some come across very feminine, like real female. It's real easy to detect when you don't leave your house. Because <laughs> one of them niggas is in my crib. <laughs> then. Then I can see it. I can detect that. I didn't let you in here. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You got to get me in trouble. I mean, I'm being honest. So you know one personally? No. Yeah. You know a transgender personally? Yeah, of course. Okay. You said one on, is in your house? On, I, oh, no, no, oh, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no that no, no. was an example. Oh, okay, okay, okay But okay. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I, was on, uh, I was on couples therapy with right. uh, Carmen, who is a transgender. And she her, came across very believable. And her and I are great. Her okay. And I, her and I are great. We still communicate via social media today. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. That's amazing. I don't care that somebody is. I don't care. I don't. I'm not judgy. I'm. I'm not judgy that way. You are what you are. You get what you get in life. God give you what He give you, and that's just that. F- fuck are we to judge. <laughs> you need another drink, Joey. No. You got fine. your drink. No, I don't need anything. Okay. Thank you, Jazzy. You know what I do want to talk about? Because I what heard... do you want to talk about? Okay, your show. My show, she says. That I love so much. Everyday Jazz, struggle. Jazz is awesome. I love so much. Everyday struggle. Thank you, Jazz. Amber Rose was Amber, on your show Amber Rose. promoting Slut Walk. And you guys talked about the double standards of life and the terminology holes and how it's placed. 
mm-hmm. and how you feel. I thought you were being really easy going on her. I was. You were. You were. But I, I know that's your friend, correct? That's a friend of mine, one, two. It's an interview, and the purpose of an interview is to let the person speak, no matter if you're disagreeable to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So I try to let her speak. It didn't matter that I thought she was saying a bunch of bullshit. You thought she was saying a bunch of bullshit, though. I disagree with all that shit that she talked when she talked, talked about that slut walk shit. Okay. I disagree with all of it. But, I mean, what can I do? She's passionate about it. I'm not going to sit there and argue with her. You just agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. What do you disagree about? Exactly. As a woman, you have certain responsibilities. Early in this podcast, I spoke about how women, to me, are the most beautiful creatures God has ever made, right? Mm -hmm. With that, I hate to sound this way, but with that, if you don't carry yourself a certain way, and I'm not saying that that certain way is to be depicted by America. Right. You are responsible for how you are depicted. Mm -hmm. But... If you totally ignore that, then I could see how you would be called some things. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we just shouldn't call you some things because it looks like you're some things. <laughs> hmm. You shouldn't be called some things because it looks yeah. like you're like some she's things. She's saying, oh, woman should be, she's saying, oh, woman should be able to wear whatever she wants and not be touched and not be looked at. And not I be, agree. I agree with that. Me too. Woman should. Me too. But I'm be able to wear all what that's, she wants oh, and not Please, with all this theory shit. All that's correct. I'm, we're okay. a realist, and right. America is a piece of shit. Right. Then can you wear whatever you want to wear and not be judged or not be touched or not be... Unfortunately, no. That's it. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is how do you not understand people labeling you mm-hmm. when, from the optics standpoint, mm-hmm. you're labelable. Mm-hmm. Not saying her. But anybody that comes off like you're fucking you if if you're fucking fifty niggas in a month you're a hoe. I'm sorry. That's how you feel. Yeah. Do you feel the same if a man fucks fifty women? Yes. Yes. He's y'all a hoe. Gotta, y'all got to get rid of that. Yes. No. 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 This is I know me some people. I know some people don't apply it to the double standard. I, the double standard. I'm I'm not with that. If you're a man and you do it, you're a hoe ass nigga and you're for everybody. If you're a woman and you do it, you're a hoe ass chick and you're for everybody. I don't discriminate. But that's not how the world. I don't care about the world. I'm only talking about. We are talking about the world. No, I'm I, talking but about I think my views. But I think that's her bigger fight. I, can we agree on that? It's I a, will say that that's Amber Rose's bigger fight. That fight is going to be here when she dead and gone. It will be. Choose your fights carefully. <laughs> so you, are you saying that her fight is a little unrealistic in achieving? I'm not going to be the one to tell her that because I love Amber Rose. But if you're trying to get people to not call you a hoe when you move like a hoe, do you think hoe. Amber Rose moved like a hoe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't judge. It's none of my business. <laughs> I don't judge. I don't pay attention to her relationships. I don't look at all that you shit. You just said fucking culture. 50 niggas in a month is considered a hoe. Not to say that she's fucking And I'm not 50 saying she's doing a... that. No, I'm not saying, I'm saying you're period. doing that. But so clearly you have a type of... It's 30 days in a month. You fuck 50 niggas, you a hoe. It means your discretion var- is varies. It's very different from that of you. normal standards. Mm-hmm. It means that your vetting process is off. You should have a different criteria. If you met 50 men in the matter of a month that you feel you have a deeper connection with or that you feel like you just want to give some pussy to, 
I respect that because you reserve the right to your own decision making. However, you shouldn't be surprised when the world is calling you a hoe. Amber Rose was surprised that her own baby father and men that she actually dealt with was calling her a hoe. That's why she started Slutwalk. After watching and listening to Everyday Struggle, that's what I got from it because initially I didn't know what Slutwalk was. I wasn't one thousand percent behind it because i wasn't knowledgeable on it so how can i stand behind something i'm not knowledgeable about but after watching that interview i said okay i get it now her approach and her i don't know the way that she decided to go about it could be a little uh, amber garner's attention when she speaks Mm -hmm. um so whatever topic she's talking about she's going to get a crowd there if they stay on it for long enough do you think that takes away from her bigger purpose? What's her bigger purpose? Her shedding light on what slut walk is. When she was on your show and she said that the whole college campus and a woman was raped. And when the police came to the um, campus and took the report, he said to those women, well, what do you expect to happen to you ladies when you guys dress slutty i don't doubt that at all right so for me hearing that i was like oh shit, that's dope i didn't know that was your angle i didn't know that was your mission right do you think her showing her bush on instagram is making what she said on your show apparent I can't speak to that. I don't know. I don't know. I heard her reasoning for showing her her bush. Mm-hmm. For lack of yeah, y'all term. see my bush. It's almost like I equate it to Lauren Hill saying, "I say niggas so you ignorant motherfuckers can hear me." It is the same. That's a good analogy. What I I will say that Amber Rose probably has one of the best bush shots ever released. I'm not talking about the landscaping. The, 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 the Once again, I'm not talking about <laughs> totally the, took the landslide <laughs> picture. And Amber Rose says that that's not a lands, landslide. Type it wasn't. She really def- had it. She had a trim. That is a fucking landslide. I have to look at it again. I think the one I saw was a little blurred. But the um, <laughs> her bald bush picture is the greatest picture to ever be. She released. has a bald one. I didn't see a bald oh one. Oh my god, it's awesome. It's the greatest one ever. Go Google it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to Google it back in my day. I don't uh-huh. anymore, but man, it's awesome. So you feel there are holes, men and women, does not just pertain to just one group of people. Holes are labels that you can put on both men and woman. Yeah. Okay. It's so not, there's no double gen- standards. It's in not that. gender specific. I'm not. I don't. I don't subscribe to double standards. All right, but you know, America traditionally, traditionally, America is does. a piece of shit, and traditions are a piece of shit. So <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> All right, I want to talk about you now. Cause we talked about everything from we been the recap. Three hours now. She's no, talking about not me. yet. What no, the fuck is she talking three? about? No, I want to just talk about like I just want to wrap <laughs> this up with you, and I want the world not to know. Cause you know what it is. We live in it, uh, especially in this culture right now. It's so new school, and they actually look at you, a man in his mid thirties, as old heads. Which I think we spoke about this. Like, oh. how the fuck are you I'm considered the, old, the old, bro? Head. I am. 36 
Don't matter. These niggas' favorite rappers is 19 or 23 or 24. I don't fucking know. Somehow 36 is old in hip-hop. How the fuck is that possible? Because hip-hop is full of retards. That's why. 36 <laughs> ain't old at all. Uh, how do you feel about the current state of hip-hop right now? I don't. I don't even you have to, Mr. No, Everyday I, Struggle. No, I don't. I listen to R&B. That's my favorite, <laughs> low-key favorite genre I'm, of music. I'm, I'm R&B'd out, Jazz. So, I mean, what mm-hmm. they're doing in hip-hop, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not angry at it. But, I mean, I don't rush to listen to it. So, I don't really feel like I have a space to judge it. No? Yeah. They can do what they want. I can have fun. Okay. I have to ask you this just because. Oh, you know what I want to ask you about, though, real quick? Tax Stone, have you spoken to him since his whole situation? No. Not at all? No. Because I know y'all had a little situation when he came up on your That's show. That's my guy. But I think y'all rectified that we in did. a sense. Right. We did, but I haven't spoken to him just because, you know, I'm not close enough to him to have all his jail information and speak to him that way. But I've spoken to some people who have spoken to him, and he's doing well. Yeah? So that's a good thing. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um... As well as you could be given the predicament. I know. I was about to say he's I'm doing saying. well. I'm like, yeah, when I say Jesus. well. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. To- totally get it. Um, I see you post a picture of you on therapy on Viceland. Yeah. Can you talk to me a little bit? Like, when are we going to see that, and how did that go for you? I don't know. I have no idea when they're airing that. I went to L.A. this past weekend. I did that. He was an amazing therapist, real intense session. I love therapy. I've been in therapy all my life. You have been in therapy all oh, your yeah, life? I love therapy. When did you start doing therapy? Ten. I was ten. My older brother's five years older. He was a nutcase. We went to family therapy. I was there ever since. Really? So yeah, therapy is a part of my story. Um, so he was amazing. I had a really good time with him. He gave me a lot of tools. I really probably shouldn't say anymore because it's gonna air mm-hmm. soon and people are really looking forward to it. What's one tool that he gave you that you will always implement in your life moving forward? Uh, he, he taught me. Well, he attempted to teach me to implement my creativity sooner than the point of self-sabotage. Okay. New music. I'm retired. No, you're not. Dead ass. Ass dead. New music, mood music. Come on, you're missing. Like, you're in a different space right now, I feel like, in life. I'm in a retired space. No, nothing creatively wants you to go in the booth and kind of like give your fans something like. <laughs> no. Deadass? Yes. I'm having a blast doing what I'm doing. I'm not looking to go back to rapping at all. What's different from when Joey Rapper and media personality Joey? This is like college. Me- media Joe is mm-hmm. like me going to college and as a 10th grade dropout who didn't experience that, that would be a lot of fun. Also, as someone who's passionate enough about music to feel as though they're cheapening the value of music, why would I willingly just continue to do that? You have to expand. You have to do some other things if you want to stay afloat in this business. So that's where I'm at with mine. Who are you listening to right now? New. New artist-wise. Hip-hop. Curious. I wouldn't know. Who are you listening to you wouldn't know? In in hip-hop? Yeah. No idea. I, I listen to R&B. Who you listen to R&B wise? Everybody. No favorites right now? Favorites? No, I'm too much of a fan of, of new music. So, um, who put new music out? There's this woman. There's this woman. I don't know her name. I'd have to Google it. But 
two projects from her. Anybody that puts new music out that I might like, like I still search for new music. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I do. So I don't even know the names of the people that I'm enjoying at the moment because I search for new music every day. I was searching for this, I think it's a chick named Her I keep hearing about. Oh, man, she's amazing. But I Googled, I didn't Google, I went on Title and typed in Her no, and it was a dude no, that came up. H dot E dot R, not just H-E-R. Listen to what I'm saying, though. I typed in Her as some white dude dots? came up. And I don't think it was a dope. That's what I'm telling you. Whoever the fuck came up is dope, though. <laughs> Take my oh, word. Him. Yeah, <laughs> fucking amazing. I was like, this shit is alternative. Hey, it's different. Nigga, him might be dope. Her is one of my favorite acts, though. I, I don't know about her yet, but I was looking for you, girl. Yeah, you but put, I turned on to him, and him he's pretty dope. amazing. Him is hard too. Him and her. <laughs> is music your first love? If not, what was? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's my first love. If Joe didn't rap, what would Joe lawyer? Have done? I would want to be a lawyer so I could argue with people. Totally get it. Real quick, how did Everyday Struggle come about for you? How did you get that gig? Um, Elliot, Elliot Wilson pitched an idea. We both pitched it to Complex. Elliot reneged. We then had to search for a new host. Academics was that person, and then the show was born. Um, You told me off the record, and I'm going to speak about it, that originally or allegedly or you – reached out to me and I was supposed to be a part of that show? I told you that I reached out to you and hope to you uh, fulfilling the moderator role in which we did not speak and we had to fill the role without you is what I said. And why we didn't speak? Uh, that's what I would like to know. Hey. What happened? I allegedly? Know, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened but you we did not You said you reached speak. out to me I so did. what happened? I don't know what happened. That's on you. I reached out. I didn't hear, I didn't hear shit. You didn't reach out to me to oh, say. Oh, you don't get the fuck out of no, here. No, no, I just want to clear it up for the listeners. You never said, Jazzy, I'm reaching out to you. I want you to be the moderator of Everyday Struggle. You never said that. Oh, no, 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 no. So just to be that. clear, you said what exactly? What did I say? I didn't say that. No, you did not say no. that. Because I don't want to. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have been mislead my listeners. I wouldn't have been revealing my revealing my hand that way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I do think that you would have been an amazing moderator. I think that you are amazing. I just, I, I like you. I think you're amazing. Thank you. I like you too. Um, Fuck out of here, Jazzy. No, I do. No, I the reason why. I wasn't complimenting you for you to give me that. I like you too. I don't give a fuck if I, you like me. I like you. It's a compliment. Just take it. I don't, I'm not one of the people that need a compliment in return. <laughs> I started off complimenting your ass at the top of the show. No, I was just saying that when you spoke to me about that, it wasn't like you. T you said you called me and I didn't answer. And then you said you mm. and then Complex dealt inside with who they was already mm. dealing with. That was the conversation that we had. So I never knew, allegedly, when you reached out that I didn't respond. I don't know. You said I didn't respond. And so that was an opportunity that um, I never even knew about. That's, that's the point I wanted to make. But um, needless to say, I'm still a fan of the show and I still like Nadeska. I like, even though I think she needs to speak more. But what I did say to you, and I showed you a um, DM from a friend of mine from the Bahamas. Shout out to Tap in the Bahamas. She hit me out of nowhere and was like, why aren't you on that show? Mm -hmm. Mind you, it was her and like three other people that would just hit me up randomly about things. 
And so when we did meet, link up and we spoke about it and you told me that, I was like, that's so crazy that you said you reached out to me about that show because a lot of people did in my her? world thought that I didn't tell her yet, but she's going to see this and she's going to know. But I did show you the DM when she reached out. And I just thought that was amazing that certain people would hit me up and would say that you would have been a good fit for that. You would have yeah. been a good fit for that. But the point is, I just wanted that story to be told because I think that's great that you thought of me. I and I appreciate that. And motherfucker, when I don't reply, you should have hit me twice. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to end this <laughs> like I do with most guests on the show, with every guest on the show. I want you to tell me, give me one word. If you can, one word to describe where you are in life right now. Not a phrase, not a sentence, but one word. Fulfilled. Fulfilled. I'm so fulfilled right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to Joe Buddy for coming through. Fulfilled is his answer. I love it. Y'all heard it here first on Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. Thank you, Joy, for coming through and being my first guest on the second season Thank of Woman you, in Hip Hop. And um, y'all stay tuned in and y'all follow us at Jazzy Bell TV at Woman in Hip Hop. And Joe, what is yours? Joe Button. B-U-D-D-E-N. No S. Don't fuck it up like Jazzy threatened to. There you go. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of my show. And y'all continue to watch what he's doing in his life. I'll be back. And uh, he will be back and you will be seeing more of us because I got things in mind for us to link up and do it together. And that's it. You guys, I'll talk to y'all later. Deuces. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs>